In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dearly beloved children of God, and welcome to Thursday in the 31st week in the ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the fourth day of November, we celebrate the memorial of St. Charles Borromeo. Friends, let us call upon the Spirit of God to come dwell among us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is Let Love Rule Supreme. Let Love Reign Supreme. The first reading today is taken from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans, chapter 14, from verse 7 to verse 12. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Luke, chapter 15, from verse 1 to verse 10. Friends, today, like I said, we celebrate the memorial of St. Charles Borromeo. Who was he? Charles was born near Lake Maggiore in northern Italy in 1538. A member of the worthy Medici family. After he became a lawyer, his uncle Pope Pius IV summoned him to Rome and made him a cardinal, even though he was still very young and a layman. Charles worked hard to implement the Council of Trent, and having been ordained in a bishop in 1563, he was posted to Milan. He was an ideal shepherd who dedicated himself entirely to serving his people, establishing the first seminaries and correcting abuses among the clergy. He died in 1584. This is the person whom we celebrate today. Dear children of God, this is one who allowed the love for God to reign supreme and the love for his fellow human beings to reign supreme. And so he was able to work as a pastor for the salvation of his flock. Paul tells us in the first reading that we must learn to recognize the fact that whether we are alive or dead, we belong to God. And for that very reason, we must learn to recognize our oneness in God. And stop despising one another. Stop castigating one another. Stop doing and saying and acting in ways and manners that are not healthy in the life of our fellow human beings. We must recognize the fact of, I mean, the fact that we are all of the Lord. And if we are of the Lord, then if we live, we live for the Lord. If we die, we die for the Lord. And in living, we must live for God 
by touching lives of our fellow human beings positively and we cannot do that if we continue to despise one another jesus takes up the same issue in the gospel reading today when he clearly made us understand that as god's own people we must learn to allow love to reign above all things and above all other personal gain. The wisdom of God is fully to human beings who do not operate at the pedestrian of God's own wisdom, at the wave with the wavelength of the Spirit of God. For the Spirit of God gives true wisdom. Jesus tells us in the gospel about the story or the parable of a shepherd who owned hundred sheep and one is missing. He abandons the ninety-nine and goes in search of the one. And when he has gotten that one, he celebrates, he spends money celebrating the missing ship that has been found. He says again, the kingdom of God, the parable, he uses the parable of a woman who had ten silver coins and one got missing and she would abandon the other nine, sweep the whole house, search thoroughly until he finds the missing one coin. And when she does, she throws a party to celebrate the fact that she has found the missing coin. Dear children of God, this is what it means to recognize that whether we are alive or dead, we belong to God. This is what it means to allow love to reign supreme. We are often utilitarian inclined in our activities in this world, in our relationship with others. And at the human level, that makes more sense. It doesn't make sense that a stubborn sheep that has gone the wrong way should be looked for. As a matter of fact, it is very, very nonsensical to leave 99 obedient good sheep in search of one that has gone astray. Remember, in the course of searching for that one, the other 99 can have so many among them go astray. Some could be eaten off by wolves. Some could be stolen by cattle rustlers. Same is true of the nine coin in the search for this one. The other nine could get stolen that could fall off as you turn around everything in the house and they could get missing too. But this is what is peculiar and unique about God and the children of God. That it is not so much about the value we enjoy from things, but about the fact that every human being is created in the image and likeness of God and none should be lost. Ask yourself, 
Why is it, especially in our present day society, once there is a misunderstanding, once there is conflict in the marriage, the couples mutually begin to contemplate first divorce? Simply because there are other young ladies who will be ready to marry the man if he decides to remarry. There are other better men out there, if you like, who are ready to marry the woman if she decides to remarry. Why is it that we are so quick to sack workers, both in the public sector and in the private sector? Why is it that we don't care about the working conditions of our workers? Simply because there are so many out there who are ready to take their place. And so we don't consider what happens to them. Why is it that the government will close its eye to the pains, to the agony of his, its people because they are agitating, because they are not agreeing to the, the demands or the, 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 the workings, the principles, the laws of the government of the day? Why is it that a nation will be so quick, a government will be so quick to crush the lives of its own citizens simply because those people are not falling in line with what the government wants? Why is it that there is no hesitation to even check, to even see how the situation could be remedied. And we always see the elimination of purported or supposed threats, supposed or perceived enemies to be the number one cause of action, line of action. Why is it that citizens often are not ready to bear with any particular government that doesn't work in its own interest? Why is it that the workers are not ready to work with the, 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 the firm that has employed them simply because their interests are at stake? The number one line of action considered or contemplated often is to see how to undo others. Why? Simply because we are becoming so utilitarian inclined. We don't care about the value in the human person. We care more about the value we stand to gain from them, through them. They're children of God. If we continue with the list, it is endless. Let us check the way we handle our fellow human beings, those who are friends, those who are our colleagues, those with whom we must work, those who are in charge of us, those who work under us, those who live in our properties, those who use our facilities, those who live in our regions. Let us learn to consider more the fact that the value of the human person is intrinsic. It's not dependent on what we're able to gain from them or otherwise. We must work for the good of all. We must learn to search even the single ship that has gone astray. 
Remember, guys talked about the sheep going astray. The sheep has done the wrong thing, not the shepherd. Not that the shepherd neglected its responsibility. The sheep was a stubborn one. The sheep was a wayward one. But yet, the good shepherd will abandon the 99 that are good in search of the one lost sheep. Let us allow love to reign supreme. Let us go all out in search of our loved ones that have gone astray. Let us work to recover our brothers, our sisters, our children that are going the wrong way. Our wife, our husband that, are, that is going the wrong way. Our subordinates, our superiors that we feel are going the wrong ways. Let us not feel justified because of their wrongdoing to allow them get lost or even you work to destroy them because their value is intrinsic. We all belong to God and the way we live and interact with others today will determine the judgment we get from God at the end of time. For indeed, every one of us shall be judged by God. We pray today that God will give us that strength, that courage and that boldness, the patience to walk for the recovery of every lost sheep in our families, in our companies, in our places of worship, and in every area of life, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Do have a beautiful day ahead, and do not forget to King. In, into the beginning of the month, nine-day intensive prayers and novena by praying with Psalm 8, Psalm 73, and Psalm 103. Of course, not leaving out your daily rosary. It is well with you, and God himself will hear your prayers and grant your request, even as I continue to lift you before the altar of God's glory and grace.